1: and current events from a biblical perspective 2020 on vision
0: it has been a huge week and a half especially for those states right across the american nation who've been dealing with rioting after the death of george floyd he's the black man who died under the knee of the minneapolis police officer. Well, it's been quite unprecedented since uh, earlier days during the civil rights movement that this sort of rioting has happened on the streets of the United States. Let's get some insights today that might help us understand what's happening and the difference between those who are peacefully protesting and those who are under the banner, really, of anarchy and doing all sorts of things, looting and burning down buildings. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch back with us once again. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Bill, you've been watching the news reports and reading deeply some things behind the scenes. And this idea of people demonstrating we would not like to lose that freedom right, but it does appear that in America... Uh, peaceful demonstrations have been hijacked by those who just want to cause division and anarchy. What are your thoughts on, on the difference between those protesters?
1: Yes, yeah, so I've already penned uh, a number of pieces on the situation. It is my home country after all, so I am quite concerned about what's going on there, as you say. Uh, sure, a peaceful protest, it's part of what democracy is all about. It's in fact how America was founded, uh, you know, uh, so that's a rich, important tradition in any free and democratic nation, but you probably have at least two other groups, as you say, that have hijacked this early on. It was peaceful protesters concerned about this injustice, um, but certainly two uh, other groups always happy to exploit such a situation. One are... Uh, Well, you could almost call them professional anarchists and revolutionaries who do hate America, who do want to see it burnt to the ground, who do hate everything about it. They hate the police. They hate capitalism. They hate America and what it stands for. So they're happy to burn cities down. And then a third group you could mention would just be the more opportunistic uh, looters, people who just, hey, great, I can get a free 80-inch plasma TV, I can get free uh, Rolex watches, I can get free, you know, whatever you want, just smash windows, smash and grab. So sadly, the original group of uh, peaceful marchers are rightly concerned about the original death and custody has now well and truly been taken over by these radical anarchists and Marxists, and by looters and arsonists who simply, uh, you know, uh, don't even know. Wouldn't even, you know, they they couldn't tell you the name of the guy, or wouldn't even know why the rice. They're just there in it for themselves.
0: Bill, there's been up until now a government hands-off type of a policy allowing opportunistic rioters and looters to have their way. What are your thoughts for the fact that the government hasn't taken real action until now?
1: Well, here again, we need to make distinctions in just about every major American city right now that's in flames. Almost all of them are either controlled by Democrat governors or Democrat mayors uh so sadly there's been a split uh, republicans have been much more firm on this but the democrats have as you say they just sat by and they they actually told the police don't get you know too involved don't uh, you know so they basically gave a green light for the marxists for the anarchists for the rioters and the looters And it was only uh, after an entire week of this, uh, well, people were being killed, uh, businesses were being destroyed, cities were set aflame, that a Republican president, namely Donald Trump, uh, chewed out these governors and mayors. And he said, look, if you're going to be soft on this, uh, you know, your whole purpose for being there is to protect your citizens, to protect their property. That's why you're elected. If you can't do this, we will bring in the National Guard. If need be, we will bring in the military to restore order. And Romans 13, that's one of your key duties of government, to keep the peace, to maintain order, to administer justice, not to allow rioters to run amok with no consequence. So, yeah, sadly, mostly Democrat leaders have been very, very weak on this. In fact, many of been praising uh, what's been going on, making excuses for the rioting and trying to shift all the blame onto Trump. So this is typical of the left, typical of the Democrats. So uh, I think we can be thankful that somebody like Donald Trump is at the helm at this uh, very serious time.
0: Bill, what do you make of reports where a load of bricks might mm. arrive mysteriously on the street ahead of a protest and the idea that there are groups who are very divisive who are wanting to fuel the flames here uh, even wealthy people trying to fund division ahead of the election what are your thoughts on those sorts of uh, issues or are they more conspiracy oriented
1: well, I did, in fact, in my articles, write about these very things and closely, carefully document them. As to bricks, palletfuls of bricks mysteriously appearing in democratic cities and downtown areas where there's no construction sites, yeah, there's been a number of groups, including law enforcement agencies, who are asking exactly the same questions. Where are these bricks coming from? How convenient when you got a bunch of anarchists and revolutionaries who could use some weapons both to throw at police, and we've got dead police now, including black policemen who've been killed by the rioters. And if you want to break a window of a Gucci shop or a Rolex shop or whatever, Apple shop, uh, grab a few laptops, as many as you can hold and run away with how convenient to have these pellet foes of bricks mysteriously showing up all over the place. So that's just one indication of many that, hey, something very odd is going on here. This is not just all happening by accident. This is not just some, uh, you know, thing that, uh, you know, a spontaneous outbreak. It looks like there's been some plans and for, uh, some forethought going into all this, and we know Uh, Well, the groups involved, uh, Antifa, uh, Black Lives Matter, both uh, hard left, uh, hop-hating groups that have got a long history of trying to destroy American cities, to war against the police and the authorities, and getting tons of funding, both from various Democrat Uh, organizations, as well as billionaires like George Soros, who's uh, been happily funding these radical causes for decades now. So, yeah, something's going on here. This is not just Uh, genuine grief over one black person who's been tragically killed. This is is about revolutionary action to destroy a nation.
0: Bill, there's been a number of demonstrations on our Australian streets, and one might assume that there's been some level of permit that's been issued for those. Uh, There's a little bit of contrast here to the fact that Churches are largely still in shutdown. Doors are closed, but demonstrations appear to be given the go-ahead. What are your thoughts here?
1: Yeah, well, we've already seen some, and we'll see more tomorrow, Saturday. There will be, with government permission, uh, large uh, Black Lives Matters protests, at least in three cities, Perth, Melbourne, Sydney, probably others, They've been given the green light. No worries, no concerns about corona, no concerns about spreading the virus, right? Remember just a few weeks ago, we had police going around arresting old ladies sitting alone in a park uh, for fear of corona. We've, as you say, still got churches largely shut down, and yet we've got these governments who are saying, you want to have mass protests with mobs of people very close by, probably screaming and shouting, uh, probably spraying germs and diseases that way as well, no problems. Go ahead. We'll give you full permission. So I think we need to ask questions here in Australia as well. What is going on? Why the double standards? Why the selective outrage? We don't want churches. We don't want a guy alone surfing in the ocean. But we're happy to have what may well be uh, rioting and uh, you know, violent protesters given the green light. Bill, I imagine that
0: the church has a role to play. Earlier this week, I know in the United States, Franklin Graham made a call for prayer. Uh, it is a start to what may be an opportunity for some level of reconciliation, but believers on their knees makes a huge difference.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We do have a role to play here. We should be peacemakers. Uh, in fact, it's interesting, the brother of uh, George Floyd, uh, Was yelling basically through a a loudspeaker at the protesters saying, don't do this. This is not what my brother was about. He was a man of peace, a man of faith. This is not what he would want. But sadly, his uh, uh, voice was largely drowned out again by the anarchists and the rebels on the streets. But yeah, we got to be at the forefront, uh, certainly praying. Uh, As you say, Franklin Graham has called for this. Uh, I, in my very first piece, uh, called for this. In fact, I wrote a whole article on prayer this week saying, you know, a lot of our problems are because prayerless Christianity. We are just not praying. Why are we who have, you know, there's a million plus, at least, uh, church-going, born-again Christians, maybe many more in Australia, and, and yet we're... We look at the country and we say, are there any Christians anywhere? Who's praying? And in my first, I did mention a key passage here. Uh, If you look at the rioting, you would think there's three descriptions of this. We've got death, we've got theft, we've got destruction. Well, isn't that interesting? Jesus spoke about the devil in John 10.10. And what did he say of him? He says, this one comes to kill to steal and to destroy, whereas I come to bring life. So we have to be aware that behind all the Marxist ideology, behind, for some and many, uh, legitimate concerns about what happened in Minneapolis, but behind all this uh, rioting and uh, uh, cities burning, there is a spiritual battle taking place. Satan is alive and well on planet Earth. He is unleashing his terror and rage, certainly at the moment, on American cities. Uh, Let's pray it doesn't happen in Australian cities this weekend. But, yeah, we have to keep in mind the whole picture. There's political issues at play. There's ideologies. But behind them all, there is a spiritual uh, dimension that all Christians, at least, should be fully aware of and certainly praying into.
0: Well, Bill, no doubt there's listeners to our conversation today who might like to check on some written commentary with regard to the developments that have been going on. Uh, let me point listeners to com, or you can simply Google Culture Watch, one word. Bill, thanks so much for great insights once again and for being with us on 2020.
1: Always a pleasure.